This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Hello, 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 hello. And how is everybody? Did you manage to stay anchored in your homes or did you get blown away with all the other dustbins that were blowing across our road? That's for sure. Today's guest, Claire Shelley. Claire, can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear you loud and clear. Fantastic. And you're loud and clear too. You have never been on our radio show before, so I'm delighted to welcome you today, Claire. Would you like to tell our listeners something about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, thanks for having me, Jackie. It's really great to be here. And um, I am a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist. Um, I'm also a mum and I live in West Sussex with um, my family. Um, and I have been on the entrepreneurial path for about five years now. Wow. So so what did you do before that then? Um, so before that, as I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs um sort of come through this route but um I was in the uh, in the corporate world and I um organized events and um sort of large training programs um and and I did that for quite a number of years um and then I had we decided we'd start a family and um all, all was going well and until the point I I had my son and then kind of the wheels fell off a little <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It's, it's quite a story. I'll give you the condensed version. But <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because that's what my family say to me. Mum, can we have the short version, please? But well, we're very happy for you to give us a long version, Claire. Whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> um. So um. So yeah, I I just um I experienced not um, a great birth and um ended up with um an autoimmune condition um and. I was sort of watching all my friends who I'd met through, you know, the mum networks and they were going to keep fit classes and they were, you know, going out for coffee and just, you know, just getting on with life. And there was me kind of at home going, oh, I'm struggling to get up the stairs. This is, this is, you know, not quite right. What's going on? (laughs) And just, you know, just a real lack of energy and and just feeling really just generally rubbish and, and yeah, just, uh, sort of, as I say, after tests and, and what have you, um, ended up being diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and just sort of from that point on having to re- be really mindful of my energy levels and, and what I could, you know, could and couldn't do. Um, and as, a, as I'm sure you can imagine with a young baby that was... Uh, Cut your work out there. Yeah, was, was quite the challenge. But then once I kind of... I mean, I've spent a lot of time trying to improve my health and, and um, you know, doing lots of different alternative therapies and, and what have you to, to try and sort of get back to where I was pre, pre-children. pre um, mm-hmm. I, um, I just, I wanted to get back into work, but I didn't want to um, necessarily go into an office because I just thought, I don't know if I've got the stamina to do that. And um, I, I thought, okay, what can I do? And then the, the thought of, I could go freelance kind of crossed my mind and yeah I just thought okay fine I'm I'm gonna give this a go I had literally no idea is this gonna work am I gonna be able to do it am I cut out for it you know is my health gonna stand up to it um 
you know, just really no inclination as to, to whether it was the right thing for me to do. But I just thought, well, you know, I've got nothing to lose. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, and you obviously mastered it. So was your son your second child or your first? He was my first. And you did it all um, again. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do look back at that and I think, oh, my gosh, I, I, I was probably quite quite crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, I don't know. You, um, yeah you sort of have ideas in your mind about what your life's going to look like, don't you? And um, yeah. and I just thought I can't envisage my life with just one child. I, you know, wanted more. So, um, so yeah, so I did. I went for it again. And thankfully, because by that point of having my second, my, um, my medication was, you know, in the right place. And I had sort of learned to pace myself and, and not to burn myself out every day. Um, and, and it was doable. And I, I did, cope a lot better in the second pregnancy than I did in the first one so um so yeah it, it wasn't as awful as I potentially you know thought it might be um but um but yeah, yeah no regrets at all so so glad I did it um yeah and, well, uh, congratulations yeah. I mean it's it's I don't know about you but I didn't have anything to do with babies before I had my first child and that in itself is a bit of a mystery um yeah. in terms of yeah. how do you manage this and all the rest of it um so, so congratulations on managing um, the auto, um, auto, uh, well, I can't even say it. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. Listeners know what I mean. Um, and so, how old are your children now? Uh, so, my eldest is now almost fourteen. He'll be fourteen next week. Oh, um, and then my youngest is ten. So, um, so yeah. So they're now at the age where they're both at school full time and yeah life looks a lot different to, to when it did back then where I was trying to as you say just navigate being a, a first-time mum was was you know enough in itself yeah. with the illness on top of that as well it was um it was quite the roller coaster but yeah. um well, congratulations because yeah. you've obviously obviously succeeded in in so many things moving forward on that now um Claire you mentioned that you are a Facebook and Instagram ads strategist mm. what is that please <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure we've got um, many listeners who actually are going oh yeah what, what actually is that so if you wouldn't mind expanding on that for us please yeah sure um so I'm sure I mean not I would imagine 99% of people are familiar with Facebook and and if you are um, a business owner or a freelancer or you know in the business world it's, it's highly likely that you've got um, a business page um, and um, essentially when you're promoting your business online um, you have your your business page and you know it's a, it's a place to share information about who you are and who you help what, what you do um, and you can post your your information and your helpful hints and tips and, and all that great stuff for free on your Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and likewise, if you had Instagram, um, if you had an Instagram profile, you you know, if you're a small business, using social media to promote what you do is fantastic. It's it got such a wide reach. You, you know, you can reach people globally. You can reach millions and millions of people. Um, for free all it takes is your time to to create some posts and and to um you know to keep that content coming so um using social media to promote small businesses is 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 amazing and great um it gets um i guess to the point where people have mastered that and 
they're you know they're creating their engaging content and they're um, growing their audience um, on social media um, but they might want to have an additional way of doing that so to, to boost their presence um, or alternatively they want a more targeted way of reaching people because the thing with with social media is it's great and you have your your audience so the people who are following you online you post something and the people who are following you um, will see your posts not all of them but but some of them a selection of them will now what we've got to bear in mind is is that not everyone who follows you online is going to be your ideal client or not everybody who follows you online is going to be ready to become an ideal client they might be but not immediately so we kind of need to have a strategic approach in reaching the right people and that's where ads come in because you can create targeted audiences that will reach people who are just like your ideal client you can build up all the demographics and psychographics around that and so that you know your posts that you're putting out there or your ads that you're putting out there are getting in front of exactly the right people and that's what makes ads so powerful is that that you're not just posting and anybody seeing it you're posting and the right people are seeing it right so okay so is that something that you need to sort of take a chunk of time out from your working day and, and focus on that I mean that what what you're describing and, and social media as I understand it, it's got to be part of your marketing mix anyway yeah. um, so um, and people presumably will include that in their marketing mix so is that something you have to do every day or, or how does it work? Do you do it weekly or, or what's your advice? Um, with regard to the, the social media, um, if you're posting yourself, do you mean um, Jackie's well, ring or, or are we referring to the ads? Yeah, no, sorry to be unclear. Both, I suppose, really. So in the first place, if people are, are doing their own thing um, yeah. without ads, and it's a bit, if you like, a bit willy-nilly in that way. Um, and then secondly... What about the answer? How does that? How do you focus on that? So yes, so yeah, great, great questions. Thank you. Um, so in terms of um, if you're posting yourself and you're putting um, the content on your your um, your profiles, yeah, I mean, if, the more regularly you can do that, the better because um, you know it just means that you're then front of mind. So people who are following you are seeing you regularly, and it keeps you front of mind for potentially providing that person with the solution that, that you provide. Um, so um, the more regularly that you can post, the better. And I know it's it's one of the it's it's probably the one of the most um, often asked questions in the social media space is how often should I be posting? Mm. And the, the, the difficulty is is you go online and you see people, you know, social media gurus online saying, oh, yeah, you should be posting 10 stories a day if you want your Instagram to, to grow. And you should be doing this, that and the other. And all these, you know, incredible numbers. Um, and, you know, the average small business owner doesn't have time to post 10 stories a day. They don't have time to post 10 anything a day. Yeah. <laughs> because you're serving your clients, you're, you know, you're in your business, you're doing all the things that you need to do to keep your business going. And... So I, I very much take the approach of you do what you can do, what is attainable for you and what's manageable for you. Because so long as you're posting, you know, fairly frequently, 
that's good enough, you know, um, and, and making sure that the, the, I guess the main thing that you don't want to do is not post for long periods of time, not have big gaps, because what potentially will happen is somebody might come across your profile, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. And if they see that you haven't posted anything for months and months and months, then that's going to send them signals. You know, yeah. is this person still in business? Is that, you know, yeah. is this an active account? So, you know, I'm not advocating posting 10 times a day, but if you can do a couple of times a week, great. Um, just so that it's relatively up to date. Um, and would you use would you advocate using scheduling to, to help you manage that side of things? Oh, yeah, I definitely. And I know there's lots of um, negative talk about schedulers and people say that it, it you know, it, it negatively impacts your reach. And, you know, you can't be as engaged with um, your audience. But, yeah, I, I kind of disagree with that. And I say if, if it helps you to, to stay consistent and it helps you to be on track, use schedulers. You know, I use a scheduler. I know loads of people that do use schedulers. Um, if it suits you, great. You know, there are some people who much prefer to post in the moment. And if that suits them and that works for them and they're able to keep that going consistently, great, do it that way. There is no hard and fast sort of rules around it. Just, uh, you know, my my thoughts are as long as you're keeping your, your profiles up to date, that's that's the sort of the main goal um, yeah. with posting. Um, because, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's lots of conflicting views online. That's the great thing about marketing. There's so many different <laughs> opinions and everyone's got, got an idea about, oh, I do it this way and I do it that way. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, it really comes down to what you can do as, you know, for you, what works for you. And, I, and I, Yes, and I guess some of that is about who your audience is, maybe what trade or service they're in. Does, does that have an influence on that? Yeah, of course, yeah. It all does. It depends on your industry and um, what type of people that you're trying to reach. You know, they, it, all of that it, it comes into um, into consideration because, you know, it means that in for every, each different business, you've got different ideal clients. Um, so you're then tailoring the content that is most likely to resonate with that type of client. So, yeah, but very much so. Um, mm. It just depends on, on on you and, you know, you you know your, your clients and what, what is most likely yeah. to, to resonate with them and kind of just taking that as a, a bit of a steer and a lead. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, um, sorry but, yeah, you asked also, I was going to say you asked also about uh, the frequency of ads, mm. which is another great question. And it really comes down to um, what you're trying to achieve with your ads. I mean, in an ideal world, if you, if you could have ads running in the background all the time, great. And But I, I appreciate that, you know, that's not um, attainable for everybody. Um, so um, ads are a slightly different um, uh, sort of setup. So once you set up an ad campaign, you choose who you're going to show your ads to um, and then you'll put some budget behind it. So it could be £10 a day or it could be you know £20 a day, whatever, depending on what, what you're doing. Um, and then the ads will get fed out to the people who are in that audience that you've chosen. So um, the frequency is more um, determined by Facebook and the Facebook algorithm as to... Um, how frequently people are seeing those ads and what it will do is it will go through a first tier of people within an audience the people that it thinks it's most likely are going to be interested in this particular ad and then it sort of systematically works through 
pushing that net further based on the feedback and the and the data that it gets um, from you know actually running the ads. So it's a it's a slightly different setup, and you kind of you know Facebook does it for you, so you don't need to worry so much about how many times you're posting because Facebook's taking care of that campaign. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So so how specific can you be with your targeting? If they're doing quite a lot themselves, or how not only how specific can you be, but how specific do you need to be if Facebook is doing such a lot for you as such with the algorithms? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really great question. It, it, there's a lot of sort of it, it depends uh, um, answers to that. So if you have a very new account that that doesn't um, you haven't you know spent very much on advertising, and um, that means that the account is is fresh, it doesn't have very much data to to play with so Facebook hasn't done a great deal of learning um, it helps to be more specific in terms of your targeting um, because then that gives Facebook a steer as to the type of people that you want to, to reach if you had a well seasoned account and it had lots of ad spend going through it and it had lots of data then you could take the reins off slightly and you could say to Facebook right okay you know roughly who I'm looking for off you go and you you give it less in the way of direction so it really depends on your your type of account but going back to the targeting this is what makes it so powerful and 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 why it's such a great tool um, if you're using it to promote a business because you can really break it down to the nitty-gritty so you can decide things like do I want to show it to men or women, or both. Do I want to show my ads to somebody who's in the age range of 18 to 25, or from 25 to 35, or from 35 to 65? You know, you can narrow down on loads of different age ranges. Um, You can dial in different uh, demographics. So when we spend time on Facebook, Facebook is learning stuff about us. And I know it's it's quite a, a contentious subject at the moment. Data, you know, have all these um, sort of big uh, tech companies harvesting data, but it's kind of what makes ads work. Yeah. So if I'm on Facebook and I go on to, um, I don't know, I go on to the um, RSPCA and I have a look around Facebook's or uh, uh, the RSPCA's uh, Facebook page, and, and then that's kind of giving a signal to um, Facebook that I might be interested in ads. So the next time somebody's wanting to show their ad to an animal lover, then I'm likely to get served that ad. Um, that's kind of how it works. Uh, but also, you know, you can narrow down your targeting to, to locality as well. So if you were uh, a local business and you didn't want to travel beyond like two hours or something, then you can only show you you can show your ads to people who are only within that that area, so that location. So. Um, yeah, so versatile, so great in terms of how specific you can be with the people that you're you're getting your ad yeah, in front of. Um, um, and yeah, the another great feature is that the um, it enables Facebook enables you to retarget people who have already engaged with your business. This is a, a great feature. So you, for example, um, if somebody has visited your web page. If somebody has engaged with an Instagram post, if somebody has watched 30 seconds of a video that you've posted, all of these people get put into sort of um, buckets or essentially audiences and you can 
target them with your ads. So it, it means that you've a much higher likelihood of reaching the right people because they've already engaged with your business. You know that they're interested in, in what it is you provide um, and your services. Um, and so you're again, you're just reaching the right people rather than anyone who just happens to be online at that point. Yeah, I mean, it, so- it sounds absolutely amazing. And you obviously are completely in love with what you can do and provide for your customers for your clients Claire how do people get hold of you how um, do they find out more about you and also I mean I know we're, we're going to run into the break in a moment um, with our mm-hmm. adverts and um, I know that you've got a fantastic promotional thing for our listeners but I'd like people to know where you are well you've already told us where you are but that really doesn't matter in many ways does it how do they actually find out more about you and how can they contact you um, so I guess the easiest, most straightforward way to um, to find me is my website, which is um, clairesheley.co.uk. Um, and if you go to the website, then you'll find some buttons um, on there that means that it will direct you to um, my different social media platforms. So you can find out more about me there. Um, and, and obviously the website itself has a blog and various other things. So hopefully there'll be some um, <laughs> Useful information there too. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, it's going to be really difficult to ask you to spell your name because there's various, there's different ways of spelling your first name, and then we make sure that Shelley's right as well, so that people don't get frustrated yeah. by in the first place. That is a very good point, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Claire is C L A I R E, and then Shelley S H E L L E Y. Um, so yeah, ClaireShelley.co.uk. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. I'm going to just run by you a few bits that I um 1230 News. So tomorrow we've got East Dulwich at the Cherry 2 Pub with Imogen and myself. We will be there. So do be quick and book yourselves in and make sure that you've got everything that uh, you need in terms of your booking. Don't forget your business cards and your flyers. I know it's some people will say, oh, but we've got the internet and I can just pass my phone over yours and I'm connected by LinkedIn. Yes, you might be, but what if the internet goes down and then you're stuck? So our regular listeners will know that I'm a real belt and braces person, so make sure you've always got your business cards with you and your flyer. Um, you might be chatting to somebody in the queue at Waitrose or at Tesco's or wherever you might be. So always make sure that you've got uh, your cards ready. So just to update everybody who is listening, we are a lunchtime networking organisation called 1230 The Women's Company. We have regular meetings um, on a on the regular in the sense that for example the Bromley meeting is the third Wednesday of every month and each group will um, have its own regularity. These meetings are um, all set up on the calendar so if you go to our website which is all the w's 1230.co.uk you'll find all the listings there and you will also find the guests that I have got coming up on the radio. The radio program is weekly on Mondays 2 till 4 and we broadcast from the radio station called Love to Beat Radio that's L-O-V-E-T-A-B-E-A-T radio station based here in London in South East London in Penge so 
If you have any events that you've got coming up or any birthdays that you would like me to give shout outs for, just you'll find my details on all social media. That's Jackie Groundsell, and you'll find the contact details on the website as well. So send me your shout outs and um, I will do those for you whenever it's appropriate. And I know Claire is sitting there itching away to <laughs> tell us some more information. So welcome back, Claire. Thank you for being patient while we have our adverts and a little bit of our updates. So no worries at all. You you were just um, just remind us about um, your role as uh, with Facebook and Instagram. And just maybe some of our listeners have just tuned in. So if you wouldn't mind just updating us all with what you do. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I help businesses to um, get regular leads and to amplify their their business presence um, using ads. Um, as we were chatting um, uh, before the, the the break, you know the the great thing about social media is it's a, a free outlet for, for businesses to promote their business and. Um, to get more of a reach and it's you know, a, a great option um, but the I guess the benefit of using advertising is you're able to be very specific with who your um, information is being shown to so the, the downside of social media is that um, you can be connected with thousands of people but then those thousands of people might not be your ideal clients so um, using advertising means that your um, your posts and your information that you provide um, is, is put in front of exactly the right people, which makes it a, a very powerful tool to use in your business and your marketing. Absolutely. So um, you say you talk about the algorithms and um, Facebook and Instagram alg- algorithms. Tell us more about these algorithms. Are they cousins of AI, for example, or how does that work? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, Jackie. I have to. I'm no expert <laughs> when it comes to algorithms. But um, yeah, I think um, yes, there there is definitely machine learning in there, and um, AI will come into it at some point. Um, the um, yeah, the the technical side of it, I I don't know. But um, essentially, um, so Facebook is uh, an IT platform, and and when you are on the platform and you're using the platform. Um, essentially, the the algorithm and um, you know the machine learning is is finding out more about you as a user, mm. and um, they're able then to um, change that information or, or use that information in a, in a, a constructive way to to, yeah. to um, best serve their ads. So any any time that we are interacting with Facebook. Um, we're giving it micro signals as to you know what we're doing and what we like and things we might be interested in and all of that is, is valuable data that then Facebook uses to um, to make its ads uh, very strategic. Um, but um, yeah, it, it also and this is one of the quite clever things about um, using um, uh, Facebook ads is that you can use um, a, a piece of code on your website which is called the Facebook Pixel and so. Anyone who is visiting your website also um, is um, it, it kind of enables Facebook then to track that person and then they're able to um, use that data as well. So it makes it a very powerful tool. When I say tracking data, I don't mean personal details. So it's no. not taking your, na- your name and address and all that 
you know, not that level of detail, but it just it it kind of collates, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anonymous data, yeah. and and makes sure that it's using that to to um, you know to inform best choices for, for when people are using ads. Um, yeah, I must admit so yeah, I've forgotten all about pixels. So um, tell us a, a little bit more about that. How do we how do we go about? I mean, I set mine up like centuries ago. I don't know, <laughs> which is why I'd really forgotten all about it. And I suppose perhaps I ought to, we ought to revisit uh, what we're doing. I mean, once it's there, do we have to revisit it or, or how does it work? Yeah, generally speaking, once you've got your Pixel installed, um, it, that's it. You, you you set it up once and you don't have to, to worry about it. So mm. um, it, it's, it, the um, Facebook will give you the Pixel code so um, everybody has um, an individual pixel um, for, for their business um, or for their um, their account so um, you essentially um, install the code on your your website and generally speaking most websites will have um, a plugin that you can use that does it for you so you, you find a plugin that that pick, like something like pixel your site um, is a good one and, and you you just put the plug in onto your website and put the code in and it does it for you and, mm. and then as long as you've got it on every page or everywhere where you're running ads to then then you're covered so you need to do it once um, and and you know I would say the large majority of um, ads managers would be able to help you with that if it was something you weren't sure of um, oh interesting but yeah yeah, it's it's good because it means that you're not restricted to data that's on Facebook you're taking data also from a wider view of your business so you've you've got it from um you know web pages or if you've got standalone landing pages or what you know wherever you're um getting visitors um for your business you're then able to to track that data and it just makes your ads then more super tuned and and you know um more strategic because the more information or data that facebook knows about your ideal clients the easier it finds for you know to, to find them um so so yes yeah, it's, it's it's very um it's very clever all the technical side of it um and how it works as i say i've completely forgotten about it so it's uh, something i need to just refresh my memory and have a look at the website and check everything out because i'm sure it wouldn't have um wouldn't have been deleted in there it's, it's still there doing it no no it, it absolutely if you've set it up it will sit there and it will collect data forevermore so um, yeah it won't, <laughs> won't have disappeared <laughs> good, good good okay so um you, you mentioned earlier before we had our break about you just touched on maybe somebody spending 10 pounds on adverts mm. per day um so how do you how do you judge how much to spend um and how much on that, whatever you're spending, how do you calculate what you potentially might get back? How does that side of it work? That's that... a great, great question and probably the most asked question when oh. it comes to ads because everybody wants to know budget. Of course they do. It's important and, <laughs> for, and rightly so. So um, it really depends on what you want to achieve with your ads. Um, for example, if... Um, a client came to me and said that they would like some help getting um, leads into their business and they want to generate um, more leads, then you could 
um, use £10 a day and that, that would be um, a good starting point because um, you essentially with ads you can spend just a pound a day um, but it's not going to get you much in the way of uh, traction. So if you um, want, like, and it depends on whether you run ads or not as well. So if, if you've run ads before and you know that it costs you five pounds to get a lead, you know then you've got to spend more than five pounds a day to get more than one lead a day. Right. If you've never, if you've, if you've never run ads before and you don't have that cost per lead, you don't, you know, don't you don't know that information? Then, you know, something like ten pounds a day for lead gen is a good starting point because that then you'll start to get data and you'll start to get leads and then then you've got then some um, key performance indicators that will then inform your next steps and and um, you know you can then be more um, you'll know know where you know it gives you ideas as to to what you should and shouldn't be doing. Um, so I think. Um, in the terms of you would need a much bigger ad spend if, for example, you were doing a launch. So a lot of um, clients I work with um, have got maybe a group program or a course or a membership and they have been promoting that organically and they've done really well. They've got, you know, um, their launch process um, all ironed out and they're getting good results Um from doing their launch organically and so the next thing they want to do is to supercharge it with ads because you know when you you're looking at an organic audience um at some point you're going to kind of saturate that audience because you're going to be promoting your for argument's sake your your group program on you know maybe two three times a year and so a lot of your audience are going to see that a few times and so you, you then get to the point where you think right okay I think I've saturated my existing audience. I need to then start reaching further afield. And that's where ads come in. And you can then start to either, if it's an online program, take your ads global, reach a global audience or, um, you know, just or find more people. It doesn't have to be global. More people within the UK, for example, who are interested in in the program that you're, you're promoting. But, um, um, yeah, ads tend to work best when they are promoting something that you know is successful already um, sure. because you've proven the, the, um, the concept. So um, so yeah. that's that's where um, testing launches. No, exactly. It's, it's always always um, helpful to do your testing um, organically and to do that um, you know, on your social platforms first. But, um, and but yeah, so if you're looking... Sorry. No, go on. what I was going to say. Does it depend which service or product that you're actually working with, whether Facebook is going to be more successful or Instagram, or or is that side of it a bit potluck? Yeah, it can. So it, it can be um, that some industries um, on Facebook are um, get sort of better, not better results, but um, you get results more quickly than others. Um and I guess it depends on, on that data that Facebook has. Um, I always sort of, I think things like, um, I've been working with an interior designer recently. Mm. And if you think about Facebook, um, you know, you might go on to Facebook to, to look for inspiration or Instagram to look for inspiration 
for interior design and, and so it's quite a popular um, niche because everyone has a home yeah, <laughs> so so it's going to be literally millions and millions of people who are interested in home decorating whereas not everybody is going to be interested in I don't know I'm going to pick something pretty random now um, I don't know dog training because right. not everyone's interested in dogs no, no, um, no. So, so yeah, so I guess it, it, there are variations in, in different industries and different niches. Um, and, I mean, the only way to, um, to find out whether um, ads are a good fit for your business is, is to test it out. And, um, uh, you know, that there's a high likelihood that you will get results because just purely because of the numbers of people on Facebook. I mean, there's, there's something like, I think it's 32 billion daily active users some crazy number like that I don't I can't remember off the top of my head but you know that there, there are literally billions of people on Facebook and um you know that the chances are if you've got ideal clients they're going to be there we just need to figure out how to find them and, and you know the best way to to reach them and the best ads to um, that are going to re- resonate um with your audience but as I say if you've if you've dipped your toe in the water and done things organically first then then that's a, a great starting point you have a strong chance then of knowing that um you know you're you're likely to get better results with that yeah yeah no no cool cool what um what's your do you have a favorite service to be working with or, or um how does that work for you or you just sort of take every client as they come and Obviously, you do your very best for each one, but I just wondered if any. <laughs> no, I mean that goes without saying, doesn't it? But I just wondered if you'd had um, a particular campaign that you were um, not not just uh, pleased the way it went, but you actually enjoyed it more, maybe because of I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just rambling away. Yeah, it's um, a great question. So I I tend to um, work with coaches, uh, course creators, service providers that that tends to be the area that I, I lean towards I think mostly because that's kind of my background I've always been in events and, and you know an HR training kind of background and so courses and training make sense to me um, yeah. and so so I've always worked uh, in the coaching and training space but if someone were to come to me from outside of that niche then of course you know it would be something that I would consider and um yeah, I think it's it's quite interesting um, to do new things and to try different things because ads are so um, broad in terms of, you know, you, you can market any business on, with ads. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's quite nice to have that flexibility. If, if I wanted to, I could, you know, work in any industry, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just I guess I've, I've tended to um lean more towards coaching just because it's an area I'm comfortable with and um and I've got experience in yeah exactly yeah Twelve thirty TWC business beat radio Mondays 2 till 4 p.m UK time tips inspiration fun tunes for and from business women on all the socials www.1230.co.uk at love to beat radio I know I've been teasing you and making Claire work really, really hard with all these questions. And she's got <laughs> something really special that um, she wants to be able to tell us about on her programme. So, Claire, would you like to go ahead and let our listeners know what you've got in store for them? 
Yeah, I would love to. Thanks, Jackie. And um, so we were talking a little earlier about running ads and the kind of budget that you, you might need for ads. And I think that um, a lot of people um, are sort of put off using advertising because they're worried that they're going to need huge budgets and um, it's yeah, not going to so. be um, doable. Hmm. Um, so as well as working with clients who are doing big projects, um, I've um, wanted to, to be uh, putting together a programme which enables people to use ads um, but on a, a more manageable budget. So um, essentially the, the, the people that I work with and the, the, um, the types of uh, businesses that this is best suited to are people who um, have an online business and um, they are wanting to get more leads into their business, essentially. So um, if you're a service provider of any type or um, a coach or some, you know, someone who spends a lot of time online, as we were talking about earlier with social media marketing, often having to um, promote your business and be online a lot, um, it can feel a bit relentless and it can feel like um, getting leads for your business or growing your email list is an uphill uh, battle and a lot of hard work. And, and um, the great thing about ads is that it's a great way of automating that process. Um, so essentially, um, you can use ads to get regular leads into your business without having to spend more time marketing. So um, that's the essence of the program. So um, I'm keeping this because it's my first uh, group program and it's my beta uh, program. I'm keeping it very small. So we're going to have a very small cohort. Um, but, um, yeah, I just love to um, let people know about it. And, and the, the main thing is, is that um, they'll be getting leads into their business on a budget of £10 a day. So, you know, rather than spending, um, you know, heaps of money and, and worried about your, your budget um, for advertising, um, you know that you're set at £10 a day and you can regularly achieve leads into your business every day once you've been through the programme and got your campaign set up. So um, I hope that makes sense. I've waffled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't completely brief the waffling there, I tell you. <laughs> so, no, that sounds very exciting. So how, how long is the programme? So it's a five-week uh, group programme and each um, module has some self-guided learning in it. So it would be um, a series of um, short videos and um, downloads that you work your way through um, in, within the week. And then at the end of each week, um, I'm going to be doing a live um, implementation and Q&A session. So if people haven't been able to implement their learning during the week, they can spend that time um, on the implementation call to, to do that. Um, mm -hmm. And so at the end of the five weeks, you will definitely have your campaign set up and you'll definitely have leads coming to your business. Brilliant. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. And where will people be able to access that? That's on your website, is it? Um, it will be. So I'm launching next week, so all the details will be okay. live next week. But, um, yeah, uh, it's not, not up there yet. But um, okay. uh, Monday, everything kicks off. So if you um, want to find out more, then then do tune in. Come connect with me online on either Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, 
and if you follow me online then you'll see my posts and you'll be the first to know about the launch excellent well i mean in addition to that uh, claire if you make sure that i get the details and i can include that into our newsletters as we go along um is uh, you said this is a beta uh, yes when when um have you got ideas on how frequently you might repeat that or or, or is that to be judged as, as it goes in itself yeah a little bit uh, I think um I it's likely to be a couple of times a year but I think once mm. once I've done the first one and, and got an idea as to well you know um how it runs then um, then I can decide uh, how frequently to, to run it but yeah I'd imagine um, a few times a year yeah. minimum I would have said yeah so um and, and is that um the one that you're saying on the weekly the week what? When you said that people actually come in and they're able to then talk to you about that, how how long is that session? So the um, the implementation sessions are two hours long. Gosh. So That's yeah, really so good. you can if if you want to, you can um, turn up um, and you know just start doing the work. You don't you know you don't need to be involved in any of the discussions or, or whatever. If you get part way through what you're trying to build and you get stuck, then you just hop on and ask a question. Um, and and you know if you've got questions up front, then then that's fine. You know, mm. people can ask them as they like. But mm. um, but yeah, I'll be there for for two hours each week just just to. I think a lot of the time, and and this um, is uh, something I see quite a lot in the online world, is that you, when you buy an online course, if there's no um, accountability and there's there's no sort of um, implementation part you, you know you buy the course and you might not even do it there's so many instances where people buy courses and if they're self-led mm. they just they just don't follow through with them um and you know I, I want to make sure that everyone gets value from the course and actually walks away with you know um with leads at the end of it that's that's the aim and and I just feel like um ads can be very technical and um, overwhelming and people you know find them on top of everything else that they're trying to do with their business mm. they can find them a lot um and I wouldn't want people to get you know part way through the process and be stuck and not be able to make progress so um having someone there to you know ask questions and, and troubleshoot issues then I think that would be um be useful it sounds excellent because clearly there's a lot of hand-holding along the way, which with something new is obviously, and you're laying out money, so obviously people want to make sure that they are investing that money well in the first place and understanding it. And you're quite right when you say about uh, accountability. If there's no accountability there, it is very easy to let these things slide, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I'm sure everyone's done it. I've done it before, bought courses and kind of got part way through and then lost momentum yeah. <laughs> and just gone, oh, yeah, I'll come back to that later. And then I never have. No. Um, and yeah, so it's uh, it's a different, a slightly different approach, I guess, to just a, a standard online course because um, because you do have that, um, you know, the, the group atmosphere as well. And um, mm. I've been doing doing some learning myself online. I've been learn, try, trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> I have been for many years. Right. And I've been doing... doing hola. Doing, doing, <laughs> yeah, hola. That's about it. Chicken and chips I can do, if that's any good. <laughs> <laughs> Always useful when you're away. Exactly. Um, 
but yeah, so I've been trying to do that and I've been using an online platform to, to do it. Um, and and it's great until I get to the point where I don't understand something and there's no one there to ask. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, so um, I just sort of see it from that viewpoint that um, when you've got some someone to ask and, mm. and you know, you're able to make progress, it makes it more helpful. And also you learn so much from, from your peers as well. The people that are on the course are going to be going through exactly the same things you are they could be coming across same hurdles um and experiencing you know um the same things and, and everybody learns from each other um yeah. so um Absolutely. yeah I, think. I know it's, it sounds ideal because this hand holding is so important and you're right because not only that you find that there's nobody there um it's difficult to find someone and you just get you chase around and all the rest of it so tell me a little bit before I let you go how is the Spanish coming along how long have you been doing that for so long. Oh, all right. Maybe maybe we'll move on quickly then. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, it's fine. I, I've um I've been probably on and off for about ten years now. Right. And um I, I started off with um great um enthusiasm when I, when I was still working, and I I used to go to um classes after work, and that was great because it was in the classroom and you learnt more quickly and you could practice you know your speaking skills and what have you. Um and then. Uh, when I stopped working, um, I, I stopped doing the lessons. And um, so I've been, just been dipping in and out of various online uh, resources ever since. Mm. And, um, yeah, at some point, um, maybe when I have a bit more headspace, I'd, I'd like to, you know, um, do it a bit more. Yeah. Um, sort of in, in a more serious way and, and maybe hire a tutor or get back to doing some in-person lessons. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I'm just sort of ticking over um, <laughs> when, when I can, uh, well, dipping sure, into the lessons. I'm, I'm sure you're better than most of us. Interestingly, I did um, speak to somebody in Spain a few years ago who was keen to tie up with um, a group, if you like, uh, for want of a better word, over here in the UK to try and help them with the different accents and dialogues, dialects oh, that wow. there are yeah. all over the, the UK because... She said she can only teach them hers, um, but, you know, things like the, the East End and um, Leicester and, and all the rest of it, they're all so very different. And uh, she wanted, I, I did try to help her organise that, but um, it wasn't very forthcoming from this end, which was a great shame because I think it would have been extremely valuable on both sides. Yeah, definitely. And uh, languages are so interesting, aren't they? And mm. uh, I think especially with different, as you say, with different um, accents and dialects and different phrases that people use. It's, yeah, it's, it yeah. is a really interesting area. Um, yeah, it is. I, I, I'm not very good at languages, as you could tell a moment ago. Um, but my, <laughs> my husband is fascinates me because he takes on the accent of the person that he's talking to. So if, he, if, oh, really? if, if he's talking to a French person, he'll respond in, in light accent. And if he's, you know, likewise with Spanish or whatever, which is quite, I have to try hard not to laugh because it's really it's, it's really interesting. Anyway, listen, enough of that waffle. Claire, thank you so, so much for everything that you've shared with us today. It's, I'm sure all our listeners, with um, new and regular, will have found that fascinating. But remember, this program is actually being recorded and not this Friday but the following Friday it will be on our website 
and via various other platforms because we are recording it. It will be in podcast form, so you will be able to find all those amazing bits of information that Claire shared with you uh, during the show. And if you missed a bit or you want to remind yourself or you're only just catching up with the show, not this Friday, but the following Friday, this show and, and others will be available to you on the website. And interestingly, it's on a tag called podcast. So if you go to our website, uh, it's all the W's, 1230.co.uk, and then you'll find there's a tag up there on the right-hand side that says podcast. So you'll find loads of stuff up there, um, which I'm sure you'll find interesting. And of course, Claire's will be exceptionally interesting because we all need to let people know about our courses and uh, what we're actually doing in a very organised way. And uh, clearly this programme that Claire is going to be launching next week is going to be extremely valuable. So Claire, just remind everybody how they can get in touch with you and where they can find out more information, please. Oh, sorry, the um, sound broke up. I missed what you said there, Jackie. Oh, would, would you just share with everyone how they can get in touch with you or where your website is? Please. Yeah, of, of course. Yep. Yeah. So um, it's Claire Shelley. So that's C L A I R E, and then it's S H E L L E Y dot co dot uk. Um, so if you head to the website, you'll be able to find uh, more information about running ads, how that works, and also um, it includes links to my social platforms. I would absolutely love for you to come and connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, whichever is your preferred place to hang out. Um, come say hi. And, um, yeah, love to see you. Fantastic. Claire, thank you again so much. And I hope that you'd, once you've got over this today's hurdle, that you'll visit us again. And um, we can catch up with what's actually happening out there in the social media world for adverts. Because, obviously, I say obviously, I'm assuming, uh, because social media moves so fast anyway, that the ad situation, give us a few more months, may be different again. So um, I do hope that you'd like to join us again. And I'll say goodbye to you now. Thank you again so much. Take care. Thank you. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. And welcome back into the studio. And thank you so much to my guest today, Claire Shelley, who specialises in, ad- in adverts for Facebook and for Instagram. So do look out for her special programme that she mentioned today. So, maybe you've been listening and you're not too sure what 12.30 is about. We meet at lunchtime, so we're lunchtime networking for business women. We are in our 22nd year. I can't believe it. It's just astonishing. Uh, And I've enjoyed every minute of it. The amazing women and men that I've met along the way. And the radio show is now in its second year. That also has been a, a huge... A learning curve for me and I'm still learning you'll tell by the program there's a blip now and again with things that I'm doing but again I have brilliant brilliant guests on and you'll be able to find the back um, copies of that on podcasts on the website and Claire's you'll be able to find not this Friday but the following Friday so there's an awful lot to learn and be interested by um, my all my guests so Tomorrow, as I mentioned earlier, is East Dulwich. Uh, that is on a regular basis at the Cherry Tree with, with Imogen. So check out the website. Have a look on there. Do let me know if you've got any events coming up or any, any um, 
birthdays that you'd like me to give you a shout out on the program I'm very happy to do that do let me know and I'm going to play out now with um, who am I playing out with let's see <laughs> um, girl on fire but before we do that just a thank you again to my guests thank you to my listeners don't forget that this is a locally based radio show but it's internet and therefore the reach is huge thanks again for listening see you all this is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio.